And I'm recording. It was kind of like the Lions game today was kind of like if um, it kind of felt like uh, Taylor's version. <laughs> like it was like it was like Lions versus the Packers Taylor's version hmm. where it was basically the same thing, but it was a little different and a little better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, Aaron Rodgers, uh, goddamn man, he's you, washed. You, you are ass, brother. Well, you, I shouldn't say anything. You are dog ass. It it makes you wonder how it makes you realize how important Devontae Adams was. Uh or like how important, like not spending your whole offseason smoking ayahuasca in <laughs> Joshua Tree is. <laughs> yeah. Fucking well. My quarterback's washed too, so I really can't I really can't say shit. But you should have just you should have just retired, brother. Like you should have just been like, you know what? I'm done. I'm gonna host Jeopardy. Yeah. That's so funny. The Packers are so fucked. His contract is so oh. hostile to the team. Yeah, it's it's gonna be funny. Like they could have a sharp decline. Like if he if he retires, if he retires this offseason, that or if or if they like try to cut him or trade him or whatever. What's the like, dead money hit? Forty million dollars. <laughs> basically, oh basically, it's cheaper for the team if he continues to come back. <laughs> like that would be hilarious if they kept him and just benched him, like asked him to come back, and then just were like, "We're gonna put Jordan Love in," like it. I know that doesn't make sense, but like, man, yeah, I remember when he signed that deal. That was, uh, it was what, a five year, $200 million deal? Yeah. Something like that. Uh, welcome, everyone. We're, we're on a victory Sunday, a double victory Sunday. The, the very rare, very elusive double victory Sunday. Yeah. According to Trevor Upchurch, our, our good friend, Trevor, uh, first, MSU and Lions victory since I think September 2019. That's fucking insane. I thought it would have been last year. Like I swear they won that Vikings game. Maybe it was the Purdue week or something. I think the Vikings game was Purdue week. Okay. Um, And then uh, I think the other game was Ohio State week. (laughs) I mean, it was like. Yeah. One of the two. Um, So we. Wait a minute. Did they? Okay, no, that's right. The, the seasons were staggered by a week. So I, I thought they won the week that we beat Akron, but no, they were. that was their first weekend. Um, so we went down to Illinois, went down to Champaign, um, beaten up, and had eight suspended players. Uh, that that came out. I think didn't we didn't we record when there were four suspensions or maybe none? Uh, I think Oof, we recorded. No, we recorded. It was like an hour after we ended. Naturally, yeah, the first round of suspensions. Got That's out. right. Um, <laughs> so they added eight more players. Winman was one of them. Um, I forget who else. I don't have the names in front of me, and you know, 
we could go on forever and we'll talk about it some more. Are we yeah. are we going to do compliment sandwich or are we waiting for um our special our very special guest? Uh we can we can do compliment sandwich. Okay. It because we're only talking exclusively hoops with him, I'm assuming. Yeah, our our good friend. Well, we'll just announce it when he comes on. Okay, go for um, it. So, uh, my first Carter isn't here, by the way. Carter's got to work. He's a working man. Um, so we love him. We miss him. Our family, our brother, yep. our partner, partner, other Don Thomas thing. Um. <laughs> uh, so here, so here's my first compliment. Um, wait, 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 go go ahead. I'm, I'm excited to hear it. I pray you understand this reference. I pray you do. But there is a scene in the unrated version of Anchorman where after Ron Burgundy tells, says, go fuck yourself, San Diego. He goes back to Tino's, the jazz club, and tries to eat there, and he is served a plate of cat poop. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> And he's and he's so dejected. He starts eating the cat shit. Um, I Scotty Hazelton, I am eating. I I will eat the proverbial cat shit on this one, brother. <laughs> no, I will not eat cat poop. You will eat the cat poop. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take a I'll take a couple of bites of it too. Um, and I think Carter would agree. I, mean, I think I think we would. Uh, I think we would agree on that. The def- the past month, right? Basically, since Ohio State, that defense has been very impressive. There, there's been actual visual <laughs> adjustments. Sorry, right. I'll let you keep going. I'm sorry, I'll let you keep going. No, no, thank you. I, I mean, I had to cough, so it was going to be deader <laughs> anyway. But um, no, like I think I I. You're correct in that in, in saying that, right? Now, now obviously there are still some um there is still some personnel deficiencies that I'm sure we'll get to very soon. Um, but like on the whole, they just the defense just looks better, like they just look competent, like they just look they look ready to play. I like I truly, I truly can't believe it. I, I said this to someone. <laughs> I said this to someone I was at the Lions game with today. Like if Jay Johnson and Scotty Hazelton are both are both hanging at the edge of the cliff, and I can only save one of them. At this point, I'm pulling up Scotty. It's <laughs> so extreme, but I love it. I mean, like what? <laughs> like, do you do you disagree? No. Um... Yeah, so my first compliment then, man, where should I go then? Well, no, I'll, I'll we we have time, so I'll just I'll talk with you about yours. Um, no, I don't I don't disagree. I'll just do the negative part of my sandwich, and I'll just say Jay Johnson sucks uh, to segue into that perfectly. Like you're up, you're up sixteen points uh, on the road to a, a ranked opponent who has a good shot at winning 10 games minimum and going to the big 10 title game. Uh, That's in flux now because we pulled it out of our ass, but like 
when we stopped them on that fourth down with a couple minutes left, I have no clue what they were thinking, like what the play calls were when we could have just ran it a couple times, get close to the end zone, kick an easy field goal, but apparently it's not easy. No field goal is easy with this team. So, so I, um, I have a couple, I have a couple negatives um, naturally because I agree with you. So I'll, I'll discuss Jay Johnson. I, I mean, for someone who claims that the tight end is the MVP of their offense, (laughs) they sure don't like to use that position a lot in their play calling. Or if they do, it seems like it's not the most ideal person at tight end. Yeah, it it just <laughs> it it feels like Jay John like it feels like Jay Johnson says one thing but does another. Right. And like I'm not sure what and again, like the personnel decisions like aren't just on on aren't aren't just at the tight end position. I mean, you continue to play Jalen Berger and Jared Broussard, even though I thought they both kind of looked pretty good yesterday. Berger looked pretty solid. Berger kind of looked like the guy we thought he was going to be. Finally, it only took you, you know, three months. But, like, you continue to play them over Elijah Collins, who has proven time and again to be an effective back for you. And you continue to trust Peyton Thorne, who time and again has proven to you that you that you cannot trust him. Yeah. So, like, I I don't know, I don't know if it's, I don't know if Jay Johnson is is a. I don't know if Jay Johnson is also if Jay Johnson is struggling with the same because okay, let me reset here. Jay Johnson is not struggling with the same personnel deficiencies that Scotty Hazelton is struggling with. Okay, the O line, yes, could use a little could use a little work, but he threw Gino Vandermark in there yesterday at right tackle and he looked fucking awesome. So, like, why are you not turning to these younger guys if the guys you have in there? This is what I don't understand about football coaches on the whole, or coaches on the whole. Guys are not performing at the, at the level you expect them to be performing at. And time after time, they're the ones who are being trotted out there. I do not understand it. You continue to create opportunities for these guys to let you down. How many times do you need to see Jarrett Horst commit an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty before you sit him down and log him into better help? Like, how many times are you gonna how many times are you gonna throw a tunnel screen for a two-yard loss to Tyler Hunt before <laughs> you realize you have two athletic freaks on the sideline that you can that play the position you consider to be the most important facet of your of your of your scheme. Why are you continuing to play running backs who can't find holes, 
who can't run downhill, who who can't hit, who who can't create plays on their own, in favor of a guy who's been in the program, is well liked by everyone, and works hard. I will never, ever, ever understand. And I don't know if it comes from Mel or if it comes from from a booster. Like I I don't mm. know. But these guys like aren't getting it done for you. And you throw in younger guys out of necessity. And they're doing what you need them to do. So why are you going to continue to go back to the guys who are failing you? I, yeah, you're, you're asking a wide open question. It's, it's stunning. Like when I see Tyler Hunt out there with those stupid ass screens, I kind of just look back at my phone or like if I'm in my basement, I have the iPad on another game. Like I'll look at another game. I, I won't bother. Um, but, you know, I will compliment Peyton Thorne because I think the entire fan base was ready to just, I said it on Twitter. I said, I had an, I've had enough of 10 when he threw that interception to start the game into the wind. Um, kind of just lobbed it up to Barker and the corner just <laughs> saw it coming because Peyton stared him down. Um, he rebounded really well, and I don't think he really did anything awful the rest of the game. You know, it, he was pretty clean, had some questionable throws, but I mean, he made some he made some great throws, like to Jaden that Jaden should have caught early on. Um, I think Jaden was just shaking off some rust or something. I don't know what was going on there, but he rebounded pretty well later in the game. But I'm going to give Peyton Thorne his credit for this for this win. This was. We were 16-point dogs. No one expected us to win, and it wasn't looking good early, but we we weathered that storm, and then we really settled in with the offense, and the we gave the defense time to work and, and see what they could do to stop them. I, was, I think it was a pretty good team victory for the most part. If special teams, Ross Ells, just why do you have a job? Why? Yeah, Ross Ells. Grace Berenger is keeping him employed. Yeah. Ross Els, um, you know how people say like, oh, like Mel Tucker owes Kenneth Walker like fifty million of that ninety five. Oh, it's such a stupid thing to say, but yeah. One, it's kind of racist. Yeah. Um, two, like it's just stupid to say. Like Kenneth Walker would be Kenneth Walker would be on a practice squad right now if it wasn't for Mel Tucker. Kenneth um, Walker, who just had uh, one hundred ten yards and two touchdowns and a. Come from behind victory over the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Won't translate. Um, <laughs> yeah, d- not sure Walker translates. Yeah, makes me sick that Kenneth Walker didn't go to New York. But the guy who did just does cardio for 60 minutes every Sunday. <laughs> not even able to breathe on a 38-year-old quarterback in the pocket. He picked him off. I could have picked that ball off. Literally... <laughs> Anyone, anyone in Ford Field could have could have picked that. I, off. I wish I was there with you just to see your reaction when he caught that. They were infant. They were. They do this thing in Ford. They do this thing during media timeouts called the Cub Cam. Where oh, they yeah. play like yep. the Circle of Life song and they hold up like newborns and infants. <laughs> One of those motherfuckers could have picked off that ball, and half of them were sleeping. <laughs> yeah, I don't. 
um whatever we'll we'll talk about that later or whatever we already talked about it um it and I think my negative yeah I said Jay Johnson I'll just finish my sandwich and then you can go to yours um sure my my other compliment I'm gonna give to um I'll go Jalen Berger we've given him a lot of shit um justifiably you know I mean came in from Wisconsin and, you know, there was a lot of hype around him and Broussard, you know, especially Broussard being the 2020 Pac-12 player of the year offensively, you know, we thought we'd get a little bit more than him doing punt returns. Um, But I will give Berger a lot of credit. You know, the offensive lines banged up, just beating the shit, you know, in our third and fourth string. And He's the they did well enough to give him holes and he found them yesterday. Honestly, the offensive line looked better this week than yes. they have all season. Which again goes back to my bigger point of why are people playing that aren't performing? Um, I have some I have some news. Um our guest can't make it on. Okay. Um, so our guest was gonna be combo. Oh, combo. Yeah, we'll come. Um, I'm gonna. We're gonna be in negotiations to talk about it. Him coming on, like just the next next time he can. So, um, my 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 other my negative, um, is is Mel's end of game decision making. Oof. Oh. Just <laughs> oh. a disaster class. It's it's been two wins in a row where there's been some pretty dumb shit at the end of these games. Where you, <laughs> you okay, so you're in the red zone. Okay. Um you 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 run the clock down and, and take a timeout. That I'm actually okay with. Yeah, fine. That is sound that is sound clock management strategy. Um you you then take a delay of game. Which, <laughs> which I did not understand. I did not understand. Just run a play. And maybe that falls on Pete being a dipshit. I, I don't know. I think he had communication problems or something. It was windy, so that he was he like, was looking over at the sideline quite a bit. That one shocked me if his headset was fucked up, but whatever. Yeah, you're you're a veteran quarterback in this system. Run a play, call a play. You're a, this is your third year in this system. Call call a halfback dive. Everyone on that field knows how to run a halfback dive. Call it twenty six. Call it twenty six dive. And figure it out after that. Um, so you do that, then you do this weird delay handoff thing you love to do for, for a loss. Uh, you call a time, you call your second timeout, and then you you do this weird pass thing on you run like this shark wheel on third down. Where Peyton Thorne just just fucking sails it, <laughs> and then you trot out one of your two kickers, one of your two freshman kickers 
for a 35-yard field goal from the hash mark. If your goal was to kick the field goal the entire time and you have two freshman kickers who have struggled all season, why are you not getting the ball in the middle of the field? Yeah, just have Peyton literally just take a knee. Have Peyton get to the middle of the field and take a knee. That's literally all you needed to do. Um, that was, that was, I don't know if there's a negative, I don't know if there's horrendous, um, I don't know if I can come up with a word negative enough to describe that end of game management by, by Mel Tucker. I really Unprofessional bullshit. I, yeah, unprofessional <laughs> bullshit. That's it. Was the Bart Harley Jarvis of end of game, <laughs> of end of game sequences. Uh, um, yeah, I just I don't know. That was horrendous. And like, this isn't the first time we've seen this. Like you said, Lucas. Like we saw it a little bit during the Wisconsin game. I mean, this this year we've seen it. We've seen it last year. It was just, just like I don't know. Like I I just didn't understand like what Mel was trying to do. I mean, did did we think they were going to win that game in Wisconsin with a field goal? No, that would have been a pleasant surprise. But just the fact of how botched it was, we were all thinking it was going to get blocked and returned, and that's how we're going to lose. But um. Yeah, you got your last compliment? Um, yeah, my last compliment I will give to um I already gave it to the defense. So I've got feels, one you could give. This feels like cheating a bit, but I'm I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm gonna give it to Xavier Henderson. Okay. Um an eight, I mean, just the D de- I'm that defense looks worlds different with him in it versus when he was. Versus when he wasn't healthy. Yeah. They just look so much more to put together and aligned and in position and know what they need to do. They look like a cohesive unit. Right. They, and they're talking, like they're communicating. And it, it it just makes you realize how significant X was when he was gone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have two more negatives. I've got one more compliment. I'm just going to throw it out there. Sure. Oh, God, Bryce Berenger. Yeah, Bryce Berenger. That one um, punt at the one-yard line. Oof. Send uh, – just just save your – people who are in charge of the Ray Guy Award, uh, save yourself some time and just etch his name in now. Yeah, give him the award. It's over. Um. So here is my – I have two more negatives, and then we can move on to basketball. Um, one, Amir Speed. Oh, do we think that name's a little ironic? I have another It would be like, it would be like if someone called us, called one of us tiny. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, that's what it kind of feels like. What, why, why did he leave Georgia? I think we kind of know why he left Georgia. Yeah, got quarterbacks, quarterbacks. You know, guys, cornerbacks and linebackers, um, if they're leaving a power five, if they're entering the transfer portal from a power five program, 
Uh, there's probably a reason why, and that's probably because nine times out of ten, I think we've seen um, they didn't, they weren't able to cut it at a Power Five program. Was he ever like a starter? You, I don't think he was. No, no. Well, I look at. I, I don't know, like, I don't have, like, the entire transfer portal sheet in front of me, but on the whole, if you look at the Power 5 to Power 5 transfers, right, the people who leave a Power 5 program, who go to another Power 5 program, especially mm-hmm. on defense, um, that hit rate for the trans- for the school that the player is transferring to seems pretty low. Yeah. It seems like the most success is found when – there was a G5 player who maybe was under-recruited who, who got some good coaching and is, you know, kind of moved up to prove his worth. I mean, the successful ones you could think, obviously, K-9. Um, K-9. But those, Dan- are all on, those are all on offense, right? Right, yeah, like Jane Daniels. Um, I'm saying, like, on defense. Man, I can't It feels them. like on defense it feels like the P5 to P5 Transfer just doesn't work as often as the as often as it does on offense. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. I can't think of any like it's just that. Oh, I don't want to watch this. Uh, There's a shit ton of uh, it's just a shit ton of offensive players. Like, and I thought speed speed has some has had some good moments, but I mean it's been a disappointment. And I'm I'm not trying to be rude, but I mean I mean I think when we got a freaking all world, you know, a, a corner from Georgia. We're all pretty hyped, and then oh, whatever. I still watched it. Um, and then, you know, it just doesn't work out that well. That that just disappoints me. It makes me realize, you know, just temper expectations, no matter what program you're coming from. Yeah. Um, Who was your other negative? My other negative um, is. Are, are the linebackers. Um, I know, I know I said I would save, um, I know I said I would save Scotty over Jay, but Scotty, the linebackers coach it <laughs> is God awful. They, they cannot, the linebackers cannot pass protect. They cannot run contain um, worth a fucking goddamn. The only thing they are good at is sitting in the flat and pass rushing. That's yeah. literally that's literally the only thing. I can't tell you how many times I saw Cal Holiday get his ankle snatched by Chase Brown yesterday. Multiple times. Multiple, multiple times. So I I don't know. Yeah, Van Seward had a really bad penalty too. Yeah, I mean that's the thing in like it's this is another like low key thing is like the team is just kind of undisciplined and sloppy. Yeah. Like it seems like every game we have like three stupid penalties. And after every one, everyone on the sideline is going. Yeah, it got a little old when we were when we were down early, you know, they're doing the clapping and the chopping. I'm like, all right, man, I don't want to see this. I'm tired of this shit for today. Yeah, so it I mean, I I don't know. Um, I think I'm okay with keeping Scotty, provided they get a different linebacker. 
for, provided they get a dedicated linebackers coach. Yeah. Or maybe see if someone wants to switch positions and coach, you know, like get I'm not going to do somewhere the, else. And I'm not going to do the musical chairs thing. Like they never know. They, they have a, if Mel can afford a pass rush specialist, um, he can afford a dedicated linebackers coach. There's no right. reason in modern college football with the assistant pool, uh, a coach like Mel Tucker has that any coach needs to be sharing duties. Yeah, I agree, but well, we'll see what happens. Um, so that's why I'm saying, like, downgrade Jay to QB coach if he's so important to QB recruiting. Uh, um, just downgrade, just give Jay or do like the co-offensive coordinator thing Michigan does, but like <laughs> make it very clear that he's not the one in control of playbook. Well. Or do it just to save his ego. Like, I don't really fucking care, but. I mean, I got news for you. If we flip, if we somehow flip Dante Moore, we're probably stuck with Jay for a couple of years. Which. Probably not going to happen. Fine, I guess. But, like, if you're only keeping him to flip to flip Dante Moore and he doesn't flip, then. Yeah, he can get out. He can get out. So, here is. So here's my prognosis, Lucas. Um, We play Rutgers next week at noon at home. Will you be attending? Yep, I'll be there. Okay. Um, I think that is a winnable game. It's going to be close. It's going to be close. I. They are a very physical team. They play hard. They are... They are a program who, who is still trying to prove themselves. Yep. Right? I think Zanjo says it all the time. Uh, Rutgers is Rutgers until proven otherwise. <laughs> and I think that kind of holds true. I, I think we're going to struggle with them, but pull away in the fourth quarter. That's how I, I'm going to go. I am not going to make predictions, but I do think it is a game that if they continue playing at this level, it is extremely winnable. If the defense stays as sound and gives our offense a chance to just be competent, I think we're going bowling. I think we're going to win the next two games. Yeah, um, I I think so too. I don't think that's a huge. I don't it's not a huge a, reach. No, no. And I know everyone likes to joke about the program win hats. Even I like to joke about the program win hats, but honestly, yesterday was a program win. I mean, that was like, huge, just for the optics. Right. I mean, Reese Davis said on game day, like Sparty's dad, like Illinois is going to be Sparty's daddy today or something ridiculous. Yeah, after, they were all over us on game after day. After Desmond Howard was sucking maize and blue cock for three minutes uninterrupted. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he's gotten so used. He's gotten so used to Dr. Anderson's office. He just can't stop. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, I just think yeah. I just loved it because, you know, you know, we're down, what, three or four starters out of the eight. Um, optics look bad. And, you know, the situation has developed since last Saturday night, you know, Tunnelgate. We're never going to know everything that happened or it's going to be years of litigation or you know investigations into what happened but um you know to go down being 16 point underdogs and the line just kept jumping up 
and you go down there and you throw a pick on your first play of the fucking game and you come out of there and win. Um, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd call it a convincing win, but it was a grind them out win where you faced some adversity at the end where they were driving down the fucking field and you still got them. Um, self, um, self imposed adverse. Yeah. Like it, it, we, sh- the defense should not have been put in that position. Like the defense should have been like, okay, you know, it's 26 15. Let's let's play some little bit of prevent, but like if they get a touchdown, it's not the end of the world yet. You know, I'm not saying the defense will slack off, but you know what I mean, right? Right. Like they should not have been in that position. Um, no, absolutely. So I, I'm going to, I think we're going to go bowling. I, re- I think this is a juice. A, a, a win that kind of sparks you for a couple weeks. And I think these guys are going to be more focused for the next two games, you know, finish with a winning record at home. And then we'll go into happy Valley and see what happens. Like, like Carter says, excuse me, he's never going to credit frames drink Jinklin until he has to. And I mean, I don't think that's a winnable game at the moment, but Penn State does some really stupid things at the worst times, so you never know. But for now, I'm feeling comfortable with at least six and six, and uh, maybe taking a road trip to the uh, to Ford Field for the Quick Lane Bowl. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You yeah, know? maybe we can all meet up and go go uh, go hang out. Yeah. So, so Lucas, let's uh, let's talk hoops here, brother. Talk, let's talk basketball. Um. They Michigan State opens the season tomorrow um, against Northern Arizona at home. Um, that game is on Big Ten Plus. Um, no thanks. I absolutely refuse to to pay for Big Ten Plus, so I will not be I will not be watching that game. I'll just follow um, it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Um, Big Ten Plus. Like, if you pay for Big Ten Plus, I would like to have you on the podcast questions like i just got i just got to know soldier or a jer bear like or jer bear or maybe i think dk pays for it too uh, like why like what the <laughs> fuck like you watch it you you pay for big 10 plus i mean i know why jer bear plays for big 10 plus and like that's perfectly acceptable yeah. but like for dk like <laughs> i don't know like i i really i don't get it I'm pretty sure Ant Wright does too. You want to have him on? Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> um, so um, follow. So um, following um, following the Northern Arizona game, which I, I mean, it should just be like it's a glorified exhibition game. I mean, that's it should be a comfy W. Let's be honest with each other. It it'll be a it'll be a good win. Yeah. Um, coming up on Friday. Uh, play number two Gonzaga in the Armed Forces Classic. That'll be in San Diego on an aircraft carrier. Um, then on Tuesday, uh, number four Kentucky um, <laughs> in the Champions Classic. Jeez, uh, are we the early game at least? Yes, we're the seven o'clock game. Thank this time. God, I it am feels sick like of being the nine o'clock game. It feels like we've been the nine o'clock game for like ten years straight. Well, and the nine o'clock game always gets moved to like nine thirty because they do the CFP stuff. Yes, like yeah. you, like one year I swear to God, I think it was when we were number one and we lost to Kentucky. Pretty and, sure we didn't, pretty sure we didn't start till like ten. Yeah. Um. Oh. So. Oh God. 
So, um, and then on Friday, the, hold on. This is the rest of November. I'm just going to go through the rest of November. Um, then we play number 16, Villanova, uh, for the Gavit games. Um, that, I believe, is in – that, I believe, is at Breslin. Yep, it is. Um, then uh, Thanksgiving night at 10.30 p.m., uh, number 20, Alabama. Okay. Um, that doesn't include any other games we can play in the Phil Knight Invitational, such as North Carolina. Um, I think we're in the bracket with like Portland State too. Isn't Duke there still or no? Duke, I don't I don't know. Let me pull up the Phil Knight. No, I don't think I don't think they put North Carolina and Duke in the same preseason tournament. No, it's um, but it is a stacked, it's it's us. Um, hold on, I'm gonna get pulled up right here. This is Kansas, awesome. right? Maybe Kansas. No, Kansas won't play in the Phil Knight Invitational. It's a Nike tournament. Okay. Um. So. Yeah. So the Phil Knight Invitational, um, is Alabama, Iowa State, North Carolina, Oregon, Portland State, UConn, and Villanova. Oh. They are in the Phil Knight Legacy. Uh, Duke is in the Legacy bracket. Cool. Um, they play, they have Florida, that, that bracket is Florida, Gonzaga, Oregon State, Portland State, Purdue, West Virginia, Xavier. Damn, that's pretty loaded. That is pretty loaded. So, I mean, does that pretty much finish up November? Um, yes, that is the, well, no, and then, uh, and on on Wednesday, uh, November thirtieth, uh, they round out the month with Notre Dame. With who? Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Man, okay, so Tom Izzo is a fucking psychopath. We're gonna have a really strong tournament resume. <laughs> like, even if we lose a good chunk of these games, which we probably will, our yeah. net ranking is gonna be like six. <laughs> like... We're, we're gonna have a good seed. We're gonna have a good seed. And our record's gonna be weird, but our seed's gonna be so high. Um, December compared to um, November is so funny. Like a, a couple more exhibition games, right? Basically, uh, our December schedule: uh, we have two Big Ten games, Northwestern and Penn State. Um, and yeah. then it's Brown, <laughs> uh, our annual game against Oakland. Um, I don't know if that is that's at Breslin Center this year. It's kind of okay. Crazy. Um, and Buffalo. So we get like just a fucking workload in November where we just get our ass beat probably a couple times, and then a doable five and zero in December. A doable. Yeah. So so here so here's my thing. Okay. Um. I. To be honest, I kind of put all my eggs in the football basket this this spring and summer. Um, so <laughs> I am that is why we that is why we had Cubbo on and why Carter not being on is um, a big detriment to podcast. Well, it's all right, you know. But here, I mean, here's where I'm at, and 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 you can kind of. And you can kind of steer me in one way or the other. Um, I think, I think, I, th- I think if we're able to go 
I think if I think if we I think if we go three hundred in in November, um, that uh, this team is that this team is is poised to bare minimum get a double buy in the Big Ten tournament. You mean five hundred? Yeah, like five hundred. Okay, I, you said three hundred, so I'm like, no, I, I'm no, sorry. I, no, I'm yeah, like, five. Yeah, what? if this team goes five hundred in November, so. Like that's pretty much it's pretty much a lock for a double. So we're we're gonna be one and zero after tomorrow night. Let's just I feel comfortable in saying that I'm not trying. It's not like we're playing Duke or anything. Um, for convenience sake, we'll just say we lose to Gonzaga, even though they did get worked by Tennessee reportedly. Which well, no, that game was broadcast. It was on pay per view. Like <laughs> oh, that's people right. Could, people could actually watch that game. They got worked by them pretty good. And ten, yeah, Tennessee was like they lost to Tennessee by like twenty. I thought and it was ninety to sixty. I thought it was thirty points. It was twenty, I think. Okay, it was like twenty six. It was like ninety seventy two. No, whatever. Yeah, or whatever. So, um, but like, and and allegedly we only lost to Tennessee by like four points. Yeah, we from what everyone said, we kept it very close, and we were even leading in the second half. Um. I think the goal is to be two and two heading after Villanova. Um, I'm going to say we lose to Gonzaga, but you never know. But I'm just going to say a loss. I think that's the logical thing to say. Um, and then we'll get our whooping at the hands of uh, Kentucky and all the Oscars. Yeah, and Oscar Shibway. And- Oscar Shibway. Um, and then Friday, I, Friday the 18th, I think we have a shot to beat Villanova. I really do. Yeah, I mean they're they're kind of you know no Colin Gillespie there. They have a, new, it's a coach. new coach. Yeah, new coach. So you know I I, I I'm with you there. Um, you know the PKI. I mean obviously like these are only the six guaranteed games in November, but the PKI. Go, I'd like to go one and one in the PK. Yeah, no, I think that's very. Um, I think that's very reasonable. Depending like, on who we, depending on how the bracket is, right? Like, like beat Alabama going to Friday, and hell, any anything out of anything better than playing into playing into Friday is a bonus. Um, then we probably run into one of the one of the big boys again and get and uh, loser. You never know. Um, right, and then. So it looks like, um, God. So it looks like there are actually three guaranteed. So it looks like we're actually guaranteed three games. Oh, three games. Yeah. So it yeah. looks like the yeah. loser. Or um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So it looks like yeah. It looks like we're guaranteed three games. Hmm. Oh yeah, because there's just so many teams. You're gonna have a just yeah. It looks like it's kind of like a round robin thing. So there's like a yeah. consolation bracket and like a and like a winner. You never know. Could could win the consolation bracket or something. Um, yeah, third play. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I'm I'm with you though, 100. percent Like, okay, so we're guaranteed three games, and we're go. We could go into that two and two. So say we're four and three. Say we're four and three after the PK eighty, and we have a shot at an eight or a five and zero December. Or no, Notre Dame too. You're right. Yeah, that's right. 
I mean, are we expected to lose that game? I don't know. Um, Notre Dame's always one of those teams where it's kind of like you don't know. Like, I remember that one year they were really good and we fucking beat the shit out of them. Yeah, I mean, you know, Mike Gray's a veteran coach. Yeah. They, I'm not I, really sure what they're returning or what they have coming in. I'll say when. Fuck it. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, you know, I, if I'm we're, kind if of we're, with you there. If we're 10-3 and three heading into January, yeah, we're going to make some noise. I, I'm not saying we're going to win the Big Ten, but – we're going to be better than than a lot of the other fan than a lot of the regular fans, including myself, thought we'd be. Yeah, and and ultimately, I think this I think this this team season is going to hinge on, on on two things, and one of them is obvious, and they're both pretty obvious. Point guard. Um, can um, can ask? Yeah, no, I don't. I think we're fine at point. I think AJ Horgard. Is 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 that guy? He is that guy, pal. Um, <laughs> and him, Tyson Walker, and you know, with a little relief help from Trey Holloman, um, I think I think point guard is going to be fine. I can we stay healthy? Yep. And can Madi Sissoko take that take that step forward that we've been waiting for him to take? If those two are yes, we're going to have a pretty fun time in the Big Ten. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's just. I mean, who's the favorite? Indiana isn't Indiana one of the media favorites? Yeah, it's it's pretty much Indiana. I mean, it, everyone's kind of expecting Indiana to run away with it. Which fine, but um, yeah, I'm. I'm Mike Woodson's I'm, a bitch. I mean, yeah, he's a bitch. I'm curious to see how we'll do against bigs, like especially Amadi, but like Jackson Kohler and um, what Carson Cooper is not redshirting, so. No, yeah, they're gonna burn it. It sounds like they he's making they a like lot him. of yeah. And I mean it's one game, but I watched some of the Grand Valley highlights and he he was fine. I mean, it's just Grand Valley, but you know, I'm not gonna pour pour much stock into it, but I'm excited to see what he can bring. And he's gonna have his growing pains for sure, but he it could be one of those seasons where he becomes an even more valuable piece the more we go on, if that makes sense. Right. Like Tillman in 2018-19 didn't become super important until Ward went down, and then he blossomed into what he became, you know, an NBA draft pick and all that. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm excited for the season. I mean, football kind of stinks, but, you know, there's still some life left in the football program, which is nice. And you know, they're be- still recruiting well. I mean, they're still, yeah. like, like we there lo- has we lost. Lost some wide receiver to a transfer portal. Yeah, but the fact that you can't even name them is yeah, all due respect. Can't couldn't I'm like, who is this guy? But and then Bo Edmondson uh decommitted, but I think that is a sign that we are either looking at Dante Moore or I believe another quarterback in that class. Yeah, which cool. Yeah, that's fine. Um, best of luck to you, kid. That's all I can say. But you know, I think we're going to be fine football-wise. I'm not freaking out like I've like I've said. I think 2024 is when I'll start to be really critical of Mel. Unless next year the wheels just fall off the bus again, then then it's a different conversation. But you know, we'll see if this team can can rebound and finish six and six or, or better. 
and uh, squeak into like the Duke's Mayo Bowl or uh, or the Quick Lane Bowl. Mal's I, Mal's got to make changes this offseason. Oh, I, I the, we're all on the same page there for sure. Ross Els and Ross Jake. Els and Harlan, bare minimum. Jay Jay, I think is like. If Mel is a serious coach and wants to run a serious program, if he would fire both Jay Johnson, he would clean house basically. Yeah. He would start over with a whole new staff top to bottom and only keep Courtney Hawkins, Brandon Jordan, and Marco Coleman, because those are the only coaches worth keeping. Yeah. Um, but bare but, minimum, bare minimum, bare, bare minimum. I would expect Ross Ellis to be fired. I would expect a dedicated linebackers coach to be hired, and I would expect a replacement for. I agree. It, it, there needs to be some changes. Like I'm okay with another year of Jay. If, if there's some shuffling done and I'm, I think Jay, shuffling changes. Like, well, you know I what don't, I mean? That's what I mean. Right. Changes slash shuffling, like, like, or just reconstruction. Is that better? Yeah. That's better. yeah. Like if, if that happens, then I'm willing to keep Jay for another year, especially if, we do get Dante Moore or a, or a five-star quarterback or something, but um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to basketball though. I'll watch, I'm not going to watch tomorrow night and I'm not going to get BTN plus, um, but I'll definitely try to watch Friday night. It's, it's on ESPN. I'm guessing. Yes. It is on ESPN at 630. It has to be. Yeah. It's on ESPN at 630. Yeah. That's two premier programs. Um, yeah, Champions Classic. I mean, I'll watch it, but Jesus, we're going to get fucking worked. But if we don't get worked against Kentucky, then my outlook kind of changes a little bit. Absolutely. Like, if if we, if we stay within 10 points of them, I might feel pretty good about the season. I mean, I still feel pretty good, but I'm of the opinion that, like, there's going to be some growing pains this year. Like, there's going to be some fun parts for sure. There's going to be warts. But if we can ride it out and let this team make the tournament and do whatever they can, man, I'm next season is going to be fucking insane. Oh, I, um, I think I said this. Um, I think I've, I've said this off air for sure. I don't know if I've said this on the pod, um, but this feels like one of those teams um, where they spend like the early part of this, in, where they spend until like mid January getting the absolute shit kicked out of them. Mm -hmm. And then like the calendar turns like January 20th and like all of a sudden they're like an elite. Like they just like something just flips with them. Something clicks. Like it's just, yeah, I, I feel like, like, I think like, I think that was like the, I feel, I felt like the, the 2013 team was a lot like that. Um, the, the 2015 team was kind of like that a little bit where there were some struggles early. They couldn't really, they weren't really gelling. They were struggling quite a bit throughout that season. Yeah. And they yeah. just kind of, it just kind of, you know, something happened. Yeah. Something happened to that team later in the season. Then the big 10 tournament, I mean, they should have won. They, they had, they had that game. Um, but, and I, and I'm and not to a lesser point, but it reminds me of the 18, 19 team. Like, they, they had some losses that I didn't think they should have lost. And then they go down to West Lafayette and completely get shit pumped. And the whole fan base is freaking out. And then they didn't lose another game until Texas Tech. Like, yeah, they responded so well and it clicked. And, and 
Ward getting hurt somehow worked out for him. Um, but yeah, I'm telling you, like, like I said, I want to be that one team that you see every couple of years. That's a buzzsaw. Like no one wants to play. They lose like one or two games the year. I want that. And we're due for it. And I'd love to see it next year, but whatever happens, happens. It's, you know, we're MSU fans. We're kind of, sometimes we're masochists. So we'll just see what happens. Yeah. Um, um, I think that's final, pretty good. Huh? Final thing. Yeah. Uh, Kirby Joseph, uh, cornerback for the Detroit Lions, had two man. interceptions today. You are my fucking hero, man. You <laughs> fucking rule, my guy. I'm riding with you until the wheels fucking fall off. Is he okay? He's good. He's good. He got he okay. I thought he got hurt. He did. He got shook up. I'm he's probably just concussed, you know. So, uh, you know, yeah, maybe maybe put him on the Mike McDonald plan. Yeah, well, you know, enjoy uh, Will Anderson and, uh, like you said, Cam Rising. Yeah, I'm going to give you that. We'll, we'll give you a good pick. Um, or, you know, if we do it and go get Bryce Young. Also, like, nationwide college football. Whew, that it's LSU game was fucking awesome. That LSU game was fucking awesome. Brian Kelly put the scissor lift into the windstorm, and it didn't <laughs> fall over. I... I honestly thought, didn't they start 0-2? No, they were no. 1-2. No, yeah. oh, yeah. Me, I, thought, I honestly right thought that it was just going to go so south that they would fire him after this year. And they are legit. They legit have a chance at the college football playoff as if they finish 11-2. Like, with the people, with the teams they beat, they, they, could, they could be the first two-loss team to get in, which would be stunning. I don't see a path for Alabama. It's there for LSU because I think LSU is leading the Big Ten <laughs> SEC West now. Um, and, okay, did did you think Tennessee had a shot against Georgia? Did I think Tennessee had a shot against Georgia? Going in, I thought they would make it more competitive. But I it's it's far and away that Georgia's the best team in the country. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I Georgia was like – I mean, Tennessee's a great team, and how Tennessee could miss the SEC title game and get in at eleven and one. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they kind of value. Um, if if TCU is able to run the table, they deserve and, it. Uh, if TCU runs the table and it and, and wins the Big Twelve, especially if it's against a team like Texas or like Texas, or if they play Kansas State again, yeah. Um, you I'm, know, I I I'm kind of. I, I kind of think that that TCU um, would win that force. I mean, Ohio State, Michigan, that's going to sort itself out. You know, I'm, I mean, like I, them Michigan fans being pissed they're ranked fifth when like no. they haven't played Ohio State yet is just cares? so it's so indicative of that program that they like think that by birthright they deserve to be ranked in the season. Like, who fucking cares? Like, whatever they deserve we're to in be the rankings, in. I do not care until like. All you claim to care about is beating Ohio State, and that's all you have to do. Like, that's all you claim to care about. The only game you care about you, you claim is Ohio State. You beat them, they're in. They're, look, I think no matter who wins the Big Ten, they're going to get worked by Georgia or Tennessee or LSU or whoever they place, whoever they face. 
I oh, don't absolutely. see either Michigan or Ohio State making any noise in the college football playoff. So this is where it kind of gets interesting, I think, right? Because uh, Clemson, um, Lucas, can we have 10 seconds to laugh at Clemson? (laughs) 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 You fucking, you fucking, you Jesus freak, Dabo. You fucking lost to a team that lost to Marshall, bro. (laughs) Not only did you lose, you got steamrolled. That was never a competitive game, ever. You brought in your freshman speed up on his third throw. It was a pick six. Couldn't, couldn't have happened to loser. a worse guy. You fucking loser, my guy. The the Dabo Swinney downfall these past few years have been so fucking fun. So fun. I'm glad Marcus Freeman did it. Like I don't I don't like Notre Dame, but I like Marcus I like Marcus Freeman. Freeman. I do. Too. I like. I like what he represents for the changing dynamics of college football. I like the energy he brings. The players um, love him. Yeah, the players love him. Um, so, but also like, who else? Who else? Kansas. Congratulations to Kansas. Yeah, Kansas bowl eligible. eligible. I I we hope ourselves to be bowl eligible here soon. Speaking into existence, my friend. Yeah. I'm feeling good. So I. So, do you have a prediction for for who the four teams are going to be? On on me, yeah, because I oh, do. Georgia, duh. I think we can both agree. Number one, yeah. they have the best win. Um, two, fuck. I don't. Here's I don't think Tennessee's going to drop out of the top four. So I, I I'm with you. So here here's what I think it's going to be. I think the four is going to be. Um, I think Georgia's going to be one. I think. Yeah. I think Michigan's going to move up to two. I think mm-hmm. Ohio State's going to drop to three, and Tennessee is going to drop to four. I could see that. I think I think Ohio and State's TCU, going to stay at two, and then Michigan fans are going to get pissed. And then TCU will be five. TCU will move up to five. Yeah, and then LSU, obviously, if I think LSU is probably going to probably going to or LSU or Ole Miss is probably going to have to be success. I think a thirteen and zero Big Twelve team will get in the college football playoff. I don't think they'll deny them. I do not like eleven and two LSU. Yeah, be really fucking hard. But I mean, a thirteen and zero. But then you're looking at like you want to put. I think it'd be cool. It'd be great to just do literally Big Ten champ, SEC champ. Um, God, who also, also kind of fly under the radar in Oregon. All of this is Bo Nix again. Heisman. Bo Nix is. Um, you know, it's a, it was another tough day for people who love spreadsheets. It was a tough day for the people who read the FART statistics and say he's a bad player. Yeah. You know, if you, if you've made a Photoshop of Bo Nix, uh, where you replaced his torso with a trash can, (laughs) it's, it's been tough sledding for you. Like people were ragging on him after getting beat by fucking Georgia. I'm like, you're making fun of him for getting beat by the best team and one of the best defenses in our lifetime. Like, yeah. Okay, man. Like if they were five and four after tomorrow, after yesterday, sure. Make fun of them. But like Dan Lanning is, they have been a wagon ever since they, they're going, they're crushing everybody in the pack 12. They're killing everybody. So this will be interesting because this will be interesting. I think you're going for. Because hmm. 
Alabama has two losses. They're done. They're done. They're done. It's over. Um, I mean, LSU, they have Arkansas, UAB, and Texas A&M left. Ooh, those dubs. Those should be dubs. Um, crazier things have happened. So you assume LSU is going to Atlanta to be the sacrificial lamb to Georgia. To Georgia. So they'll have three losses. But if they um, win, I think they're in. If they if they beat Georgia, I think they're in. It would be tough to keep them out, I think. Yeah. It would be very, very tough to They'd keep them They'd be the fourth seed for sure. Um, so you know, Michigan, I mean, they they're they'll probably they're probably in they'll probably in this week. They have fucking Nebraska. Um, and then our, our only hope before Columbus is Burt. Yeah. But fuck Which, him. Bert also, we didn't we didn't touch on this. Fuck him. Um Bert so, bitching about about gamesmanship or whatever. Suck my dick, you fat fuck. Sort you of loser. Like, climb, climb two flights of stairs without having to take a break, and then you can complain about players. Okay. Like I don't I, I know you were young and when this game happened, but the 2011 Wisconsin game, the Rocket, the Hail Mary. Yeah. Um Brett Bielema said repeatedly after the game, if we go to overtime, we beat them. So, you know, they they got lucky that we, that we didn't get that far. Was that he the game? Always Antonio, does this. Was that the game Antonio had a heart attack after? Was no, that, that was a uh, little giants the year before the fake. That field. was little giants. Yeah. That was yep. Uh, Bielma has a history of being a sore loser and it definitely made us, it definitely reminded us of that. Like he, he, he was like that at Arkansas. He was a sore loser when, uh, Cliff Kingsbury of all people came in there with Texas Tech and completely smoked them, like ran the shit out down their ran the ball down their throats and like Cliff made fun of Brett for saying that like at a high school thing earlier that you were gonna run the ball fifty times you can't stop it, like yeah this dude's not well liked I mean I I think he's our I mean if I had to choose between him and Jim Harbaugh to root for I'm rooting for Bert every day but like yeah man like gamesmanship. We're on like our third and fourth string D linemen. We're not faking that shit, dude. These guys don't play all the time. They're going to get cramps. They're going to get hurt. Like, and it's not like Illinois. Brett Bielan has never run an up tempo, high speed, high octane offense. Right. <laughs> so, so here, so here's what. So, so Stupid. Michigan. I mean, Michigan's probably going to be eleven out going. I think they're both going to be. Um, Ohio State. Who does Ohio State have left? Ohio State has. Um, Ohio State has Indiana, Maryland. Ohio State has Indiana and Maryland left. So I mean, Maryland could give them a tough time, but no, they're eleven. It de- it's going to depend on the weather. It's going to be number two and number three fighting it out, and yeah. honestly, not one of them. If like one of them wins the Big Ten, the other one could honestly just sit there and hope for chaos on Championship Saturday, and might sneak in. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I don't see it. Yeah, I don't. I don't really see it. I think um, it could happen. And if you're an anti-expansionist, um, you why? basically, well, yeah, that's my first question. Why? But if you're an anti-expansionist, you basically have to root for TCU and Oregon to run the table. Yeah. Because it, if the SEC gets two teams in this year, um, it's it's going to be fucking ridiculous. Because you're either going to have a 
you're either going to have a two loss LSU team or an 11 and one Tennessee or an 11 and one Tennessee that didn't play in a conference championship game. But Bama did that one year. They won. I think they won a natty one year doing that, which I don't know. I don't think, I don't know. I, I really, I think if there are two other undefeated power five champions, let them in. There would have that would have to be that there, there would have to be. I mean, if they don't, they'll have to they'll have to expand next year. I think or, expansion's coming before before they say like it's the money is just too much to to refuse early. Well, I think part of the complication is um, Kevin Warren, and I think I think the new Big Twelve commissioner is kind of with them on this. Um, they don't want S- they don't want ESPN to have exclusivity. Yeah, they want Fox to be able to. They want Fox and CBS to be able to have some of the to be able a to have big news Saturday college football playoff game. That would be hype. That'd be Let's sick. go. <laughs> I would love that. Um, but the Big Ten West is interesting. I mean, like it's always interesting. Kind it's, of, it's kind of wide open. Yeah, I mean, Illinois is Illinois sitting at top at four and two. We. After meeting them, we open the door for, but the and North then you, for Minnesota or um, Wisconsin even or Wisconsin to win. Yeah, and I mean Wisconsin looks has looked like outside of the game against us, they have looked like a totally different. Yeah, they had their first win win streak of the season. Yeah, I mean they they have looked so they have looked so good. They have Iowa and Nebraska. They have Iowa, Nebraska, and um, and Minnesota left. Hmm, those so, are man. There's Iowa. Iowa's there. looked. Iowa's looked better. Nebraska has looked better. Wisconsin, Minnesota is going to be a good game, but if they win out, um, they'll be they'll be six and three. But Illinois owns the tiebreaker. Illinois does own the tiebreaker. So you're basically. Basically, Illinois is going to have to lose to Illinois is going to have to lose to Purdue next week because there is not a yeah. chance in fucking hell that anyone in the Big Ten is losing to Northwestern. And I mean, yeah. So they would want. I mean, if Burt wins the next two games, they're in the Big Ten title game. Like I think if Burt beats Michigan, give him a lifetime contract. Yeah, he's already the greatest coach in Illinois history if he does that. Well, Ron Zook, I mean, Ron Zook took him to a Rose Bowl. I don't that's think that's right. fair. Yeah, that's right. But whatever, I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say it. He did look majestic when the wind blew, though. He did. That <laughs> oh my god, the, the white windbreaker. <laughs> I oh. loved it. Like I was like kind of like fawning. I'm like, man, this is just beautiful. His Freak fucked thing. up, his fucked up chair, his fucked up nose glowing red like Rudolph. <laughs> So good. Uh, Coach Tucker, if you ever listen, I want the black uh, pullover, please. I would yeah. like that. Please give it to me. I mean, here's the thing. Like, Mel Tucker did – like, thank God everyone forgot about NF Tucks. Oh. But, like, if you really want to create hype for the program, like, sell the shit you wear. <laughs> like, yes. And I'm not even talking about, like, like, the shirt off your back. I'm talking, like – like let Nike release like the black jacket you wore for the Michigan game last year. The neon vest that he wore. The neon, um, the neon, yeah, the short sleeve yeah. vest. Yeah, I'll buy that in a heartbeat. Release that. Like the in, the in white, a heartbeat. 
the white hoodie with like the big black ass and like the MSU flag. Yeah. And like the furry and like the fuzzy like swoosh. Yeah. Like release that. Sometimes you see that shit at like TJ Maxx like a year later. It's weird. Like I've seen that shit before. Like the coat that I found that I know you want still. Yeah. Like they should have they should have marketed that. Like release that- it. That thing would sell out instantly. Um, yeah, so good. I think it was a good pod. Still, we went. I think so. We went old so school. Went just the two of us. Uh, yeah. So, well, let's. You know, I think we're gonna win tomorrow night, and then uh, see what happens Friday night. And if we pull off a big upset, then you know, fr- then if we, it'd be nice if we go into next Sunday's pod, two and zero hoops. And uh, five and five football team, you know, Absolutely. get some good vibes. And then uh, who do the Lions play next? Oh, uh, Bears, right? Yep. That's not as easy as I thought it would be. Um, but whatever, people are hyping up Justin Fields, and I just running, uh, running, a running quarterback isn't sustainable. So, but I mean, Lamar Jackson did win an MVP, so we'll see. Um, All right. I think we're good. You good? I'm good. All right, fellas, folks, ladies, friends, families, partners. Uh, Oh, real quick. um, I can't wait for the uh, Twitter blue update to happen. Um, I'm going to be really excited to check Don Thomas's feed and see his verified check mark. Yeah, that's going to be hilarious. (laughs) Great. Uh, And you never know. We might, I might pay, I might pony up to get bacon wire verified just to piss people off. Um, that'd be, that'd be great. Be great. All right. Until next time, go green. Go white.